Happy New Year to all! The DC Big Flea Antiques event returns to the Dallas Expo Center January 6th and 7th. Shop one-of-a-kind jewelry, furniture, pottery, sustainable art, mid-century, and so much more. Why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? The DC Big Flea, January 6th and 7th, Saturday 9 to 6, Sunday 11 to 5, admission $10, children 12 and under are free at the Dallas Expo Center. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we have returned after a long hiatus due to work, school, and everything else in between. We are joined back by author Jesse J and our special guest host, Little G, who gets perspective from a young man's point of view <laughs> how you guys been good how about you pretty good pretty good it's been a long time since we've done one of these the last time we did one of these is when we uh spoke about the incoming 2021 season and what we thought our predictions would be but right now um we're going to talk about the threes the top three surprising teams of the season the top three disappointing uh, teams of the season, the most improved top three players of the season, the most disappointing top three players of the season, quarterbacks of the year, top three teams of the season, and who we believe will be at least three teams that we believe could make it into the Super Bowl 56. But that's not it. We're also going to talk about... and give our picks for basically our Madden offense, who we will pick, who we would pick for our starting lineup on the offensive side. Quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, and of course the offensive line, and maybe a little bit extra stuff from there. But right now, let's get into it. The top three surprising teams for me are the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Raiders. You got to give your hats off to the Raiders. I know they get a lot of hate just because of the fans and whatever else, but they had six comebacks in the season. It's never been done before. Most ever. Give your hats off to Derek Carr, the bullshit that happened with John Gruden, which I don't think should have happened, but it happened. Um, They were truly a a resilient team to make it into the playoffs, and they should be proud of themselves. They tried everything they could. Um, In that game at the end of the season against Justin Herbert and the the Chargers was phenomenal. They also picked a good year to be average. That's a very average team. Well, I mean, the, the NFL was pretty average all year. Well, yeah, let's, let's they, face it. Think, they were the fifth seed in the AFC playoffs. They were a very average team that made the playoffs. In, 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 a, in a good year, in a, if the AFC had a good year, in a, a good year of the conference, they probably wouldn't have been a playoff team. But because the AFC was so weak, they were able to make the playoffs. I mean, that's fair because the entire NFL, you had teams who we thought were just going to dominate and obliterate everybody, but then they didn't. You figure, who was the team that lost to the Jets recently, uh, earlier in midseason? 
was it was the Titans. The Titans lost the Jets. I mean, come the Bengals on. too. But the Bengals too. The Jets too. Did did the Bucks? No, they almost lost. Mm, they almost did. They they won though. Okay. But yeah, that's who I got. And on that, real quick, um, the 49ers offense offensive line is really good. They have they saved um, Garoppolo's season, I think, throughout the the entire course. Um, he's not that good. He's still overpaid. They have a horrible head coach. I don't give a damn what anybody says. He's not that good. And give your hats off to the Eagles because in a horrible, as you just said, like mediocre. NFL of a 2021 season, they did what they're supposed to and they made the playoffs. I still think Jalen Hurts is going to be a stud, um, but he did his thing. He didn't do his thing in the playoff game last week, but you know they still made it. And hats off to them because he stepped up when they had to, but just didn't step up when they needed him the most, which was last week when they got obliterated by the bill uh, by the um, Bucks by the Bucks. Thank you. What do you got, Jess? So my number one surprise team is the Eagles. I was really surprised with him. I didn't think Nick Sirianni would be a good coach, and he ended up being a, he ended up doing a pretty good job with that team. I think the I think the main thing you saw is that he was able to adjust early in the year. He had Jalen Hurts throwing the ball thirty and forty times a game. He cut that down. They became one of the best, I think, the best running team in the NFL. So I, he was to me the Eagles were the most surprising team in the NFL because I didn't have really high expectations for their coach. And you didn't say that being season. I did. Steelers are my second surprising team, mainly because they made the playoffs with a corpse at quarterback. Their quarterback was a walking corpse, and they won nine games and made the playoffs. That's ben true. Was, ben was more than washed. He was completely cooked. He was burned. He was he was he was just throwing three yard passes at a time, and they found a way to make the playoffs. I think Mike Tomlin did a great job with that team. And then my what? third is the Raiders. They were able to be average in a down year for the NFL, and they won ten games. I think if it had been a normal year, they probably only win eight or nine, or they, they probably only win eight or nine games because uh, because I think the season was so long. I think it did wear on teams, and they were able to beat a team like the Colts in the season. They survived the Chargers. They're my third most surprising team this season. And, and don't forget about the Raiders. They have phenomenal players at certain positions of their entire football in their in their entire football I team. I didn't say they have phenomenal players. I, I, they have they have good to decent players that Crosby's phenomenal. He's he's good. Bosa's great. Who? Then you gotta give your hats off to Who, who's great? I maybe said something wrong. Um I mean, you said, yeah. Yeah um what was it Eckler, right? He's on the Chargers. Chargers goddamn um they're tight end. God damn it. Everything you love the Raiders so much that you can't get any other players. I know, right? Waller. You mean you mean Darren Waller? Yeah, they, Darren Waller. They, thank you. He's phenomenal. The, Raider, the Raiders have the Raiders have decent players. They they lost Henry Ruggs because he that that because of a DUI hit and run. Their coach basically he got he, he stepped down for a myriad of reasons. Uh, I think the Raiders did a really nice job. I just think if this had been a regular year where there had been stronger playoff teams, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. I disagree with that. Um, and also, I always, I, I've always been a fan of uh, of Jacobs at, at running back for the Raiders, who I think is just a stud, just a stud. Um, but uh, little G, who you got? 
for one of them, I got the Raiders because going back to what you said, they would they wouldn't be one of the surprising teams unless they didn't have all that happened to John Gruden and the and Henry Ruggs and all them other players that got arrested and fired. All of the majority of them really none of the teams were healthy. That's the only reason that I'll give it to them to make the playoffs. They did they did for the most part, yes. That's that's a good point. Then Bush, I got the Bengals. I won as the Bengals. They did good drafting getting Jamar Chase back with Joe Burrow. And you can see what they're doing right now. One dynamic quarterback and receiving duels right now. They got a solid defense. Well, yeah. I, I know both of you guys are surprised. I, no, I was like everyone to know that I saw the Joe Burrow being good coming. I picked him to be a Dark Horse MVP candidate this season. Yeah, but you still chose, both of you guys still picked the, the Ravens to win the division. They should have. I also, I also think that it did take the Ravens getting beat up for them to win the division. I don't think their coach is that good. I've seen enough of Zach Taylor to, to not think he's that good. I think that team is super talented. He seems kind of like an idiot. And it kind of got reinforced during the Chiefs game when he kept going for it on fourth down instead of just holding it instead of instead of just kicking a field goal like a normal coach. There, there are times there are times that it's good to be aggressive, but I think that let me just let me just if remind they, you if they lose in the playoffs, that's going to be the game you look back at because it's it I to me it exposed Zach Taylor a little bit. I don't think he's that great of a coach, and I think he will be their downfall. You put so much stake. In Lamar Jackson, that you said that they could go deep in the playoffs and make a Super Bowl run, didn't happen. You picked them to go twelve and five. Then you picked the Cleveland Browns to go eleven and six, didn't happen. Then you picked Cincinnati Bengals to go nine and eight, didn't happen. Then you picked, picked the Pittsburgh Steelers to go they five didn't and twelve. Go 10 and seven, I was off a game. They went ten and seven, I was off a game. Five and twelve, huge. Just, your picks were were trash. I couldn't see the Ravens having half their team injured. They had 30 players on the IR. Yeah, they I'm just saying. Like 30, 34 they had half their defense out. They they were just throwing guys out there at defensive back. You could have probably played defense. Well, you're a little bit bigger, so you probably. <laughs> You've been like the slow-ass nose tackle. That's right. But you're still wrong, so that's all that matters. Not really. But anyways, I you're definitely you wrong. Definitely wrong. Um, and the only one, the only team you got out of that in your your division winner were the Baltimore Ravens and your playoff teams you selected. Because you, you said three teams were going to come out of the AFC North, and it didn't to make the playoffs. The only the only one you got right was the Bengals. In my defense, I couldn't see Baker absolutely just falling apart. He was awful this year. He was probably he was probably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, and that includes like Trevor Lawrence and but Davis give, Mills. Give a context. If he would have had surgery on that arm, they probably would have done a lot better. I think if Case Keenum had played because he was healthy, they'd probably make the playoffs. That's a stretch, but okay. Case Keenum's a pretty good quarterback. He took Minnesota to the NFC Championship game, 2017. You you rag on that boy so much, it's ridiculous. Don't flip-flop now. He's better than Adrian Baker. Maybe Baker couldn't even throw the ball. He, he, he was just throwing picks left Because right. of what? Because of what? He was injured. He wasn't good, though. My point. I think it was more injury-related, though. I don't think he's that good. I think he's pretty average, but... You take an average quarterback and give him an injury to uh, you give him multiple injuries, he's gonna be bad. Well, moving along, how wrong you were, the top three most disappointing teams I have are the Washington football team, Seattle Seahawks, and the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona collapsed. You talk about a 
a, a fucking a demolition of a team, an implosion. My God, what happened? How many games did they win? Uh, how many games did they win straight? Eight or ten? That's insane. And, yeah, and they, they won. And, they won. They won a lot of games early. Horrible. I think Seattle's a bit unfair. Russ got hurt, and he clearly wasn't the same. He wasn't. Do you think he'll stay? I think he'll ultimately end up staying. I think it's probably best for everybody if he stays. Well, I mean, if he ends up in Pittsburgh, that's going to well, be a tough the, division the for team, most people. The two teams I would I'd really look at would be New Orleans and Philadelphia. No. New Orleans, New Orleans is willing to give up. I think they're going to be willing to give up a lot to get a quarterback. And Philadelphia has the draft picks and that's to do it. It's possible, not happening. So who do you got? My my uh, my surprisingly bad teams were the Chargers. I thought the Chargers would be what? I thought that I thought in the middle of the season the Chargers would be the best that they'd be the five seed that they'd be the best non-division winning playoff team, mainly because of Justin Herbert. But I think their coaching is the reason why they missed the playoff. They they had everything going for them, but their coach is as aggressive as he is, and I like that he's aggressive and goes for it on fourth down. Sometimes you just gotta sometimes you gotta kick field goals, and sometimes you just gotta go with the feel of a game. I like the aggressiveness that he that he shows, but his defense is absolutely terrible for him being a defensive head coach. I know everybody likes him because he gives good press conference and he's aggressive and he plays he plays the game like it's Madden. But coaches don't defense, win games. His game, defense right? was awful. All he had to do to make the playoffs, all the Chargers had to do to make the playoffs was stop the Raiders and hold them to a one or two yard gate. Instead, they gave up a 10 yard run and allow him to kick a field goal. I think that kind of encapsulates what Brandon Staley did as coach and he, what he did with the Chargers. That, that was a disappointing team. The Cardinals, second most disappointing team, they looked like they could be a Super Bowl winning team. Then they fell apart late in the season. Kyler Murray didn't look healthy. He, Even when he was kind of healthy, he looked bad. That that seems that seems that seems a mess. I think they should probably get rid of Cliff Kingsbury and try to get. I, I don't even know who you would go at as head coach. I think you probably try to get another offensive guy in there to help Kyler. But that that team was really disappointing. They completely fell apart. And then my third uh, surprisingly bad team was the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota had wins where you thought they might be a Super Bowl type of team, and That's then they had losses where they look like they should be a top five picking team. That's a good pick. That team just—that team is the most frustrating team to watch. I couldn't imagine being a Vikings fan. They beat the Packers in a high-scoring game, and then they—they they beat a Chargers team that was playing really well at the time, and then they'll lose to the Lions. Yes. With Jared Goff cooking them on the last drive. Yes. That's a great fucking pick. They—they they really are frustrating because then you expect them to to dominate the next week, and then they get shut out, which makes it shouldn't happen. It's not baseball. I mean, I, I don't understand it. When I say that, you don't score 57 points one week and then don't score shit the next week. That that's how baseball works. It doesn't it shouldn't work like that in the NFL. That team just that team, the Vikings, that that team, I can't if they get their head coaching hire right, I think they could be a playoff team next year. If they don't, that might that team might be picking in the top ten and getting rid of Kirk Cousins. Lil G, who you got? For number one, I got the Indianapolis Colts. For one, 
you got the second best running back of all time. I mean, not all time, second best running back in the league right now. And all you got to do is for real, is just beat the Jacksonville Jaguars to get in the playoffs. And they lose. That's a good point. And <laughs> My main issue with the Colts is they had Carson Wentz. My main issue with the Colts is that they had Carson Wentz. And I don't think Carson Wentz, I, you could always expect two or three games where he's going to just do something stupid and you'll lose the game. Jaguars, he's awful. They play the Titans at home. He's awful. He'll, he'll, against the Ravens, they had a chance to win that game. Awful down the stretch. Yeah. What you got? For, for number two, I got the Seattle Seahawks. I'm with you. They, you can't really blame them, but they've had terrible. Even though Russell Wilson was out for four or five weeks, they the wide receivers wasn't showing up, defense wasn't showing up, and it was just a downfall. First, Tom Russell Wilson had a losing season. And was really a down year on him. Now, do you think um, Pete Carroll will stay there next year? To be honest, it's a 50 50, 60 40, even though he's a really good coach. I think he's a phenomenal coach. And if you're not putting any, if nobody's putting any blame on Russell Wilson and and we're just, you know, cracking it up to to, to injuries and whatever else, how, how could he get fired? The problem, with, the problem with getting rid of Pete or Russ is that if you do that, you have to completely tear that team down. And yes. that, team, that team, if they're healthy, is probably good enough to be a playoff team. And I just don't see any – I don't see any team doing that unless they know they have the job security to go through a rebuild. I, I just don't see it happening. They, they, maybe I agree. they trade Russ. If they do trade Russ, I think they're going to want a quarterback that could start in return. Like – Let's say the Raiders want to get Russell Wilson. I think Derek Carr has to come back in that trade. Oh, that's a good point. I just don't see them trading a quarterback or trading a quarterback like Russell Wilson and not getting a starting caliber quarterback back. I think he's going to Pittsburgh if he does leave. The problem with Pittsburgh is they just don't have many good assets. You can't really, they're not trading, they're not trading you Ben and his three yards at a time old throwing creaky arm ass. <laughs> I probably think they'll get rid of Juju, some picks. Juju's a free agent. Juju's a free agent. He's actually someone I think the Chiefs could target in a free agency this year. He was going to target him last year, but he went to Pittsburgh. Juju's an interesting player because I I think if he's in the right situation, he's a a 1,000-yard receiver. I think Ben also hurt him because Ben can't throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. Uh, Juju's interesting. I think he'll have a lot of interest in teams, but I don't know if it'll be anything big. I can see like two for 25 for Juju. Two for 20, two for 25. What do you mean? A two-year deal. I think I think teams are going to want him on a two-year deal. Gotcha. And so you said, uh, G, you said the Colts, Seahawks, and the Steelers? No, I didn't have Steelers. I didn't put the Chargers. I was there to see... The Chargers. I put Chargers number three. Interesting. Listen, well, Justin Herbert was the, probably the only positive thing the, the Chargers really had this season. For real. And Austin Eckler. Really well, good. on that note, moving on to the top three most improved players of the season, I would say Derek Carr would be number one. The man did what he had to to win games 
And he Look did at that it. Man's stats. He was not good. He was not improved. He was fine. He was a fine starting. Look at his numbers. He was not that good. From what? In the sense of winning, he did what he had to. He was, oh, yeah, okay. Six times he did what he had to. Nobody else has ever done it that way. He did it. That's and, then, a, that... and then in a playoff game, he throws the ball short of the goal line. Then even if it would have been caught, it would have been short of the goal, short of the end zone. I'm with you. You had Walter right next to him. It was open. But if you're just banking in on one game, it's unfair. No, he was he was very average this year. They just happened to win 10 games. That's oh, my is. God. Yes, he was, he's an average What a hater. To win 10. I don't think that's hating. Look at his numbers. He was an average quarterback. They just happened to win 10 games in the down year in the AFC. And that was good enough, and he did it. He did what he had to. And then he promptly threw the ball short of the goal line in the playoff game. He he yep. shocked me of how good he was in, in, in being in clutch moments. I give him the number one spot. Then Some going to number, threw the ball short of the end zone. Then going to number two, I'm going to have to give it, and I hate the guy, Carson Wentz. Oh, Guys, no. What the hell are you talking about? Oh no. He oh, was no. awful. He Carson Wentz. He threw two or three of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life. I've seen worse. Yeah, he had a pick against Tennessee that was one of the worst picks I've ever seen. It was worse than the Mahomes pick against Washington. I've seen worse. Did you see the playoffs when Kyle Murray did the same thing and no one's talking yeah, about him? He did him the same doing? thing Carson Wentz did. Exactly. Yeah. But Carson Wentz, he's awful. Yeah, Carson Wentz is terrible. Carson Wentz had nice stats purely because of Jonathan Taylor. That's it. <laughs> Carson Wentz won games. And my third most improved player, just overall um, work for the season, which he he pissed me off some. But I think if they would have started him, he would have been a lot better. And I'm going to have to get that third spot to a Taylor Heineke. He kept the, oh, no. the he kept the Washington football team in games. He did cost him some games, but he showed what he could do if he was a starting quarterback for the entire season. So you're saying and, he's kind of average. That's fine. But he, he was he they gave him a shot and he showed them what he could do. And he showed them, look, if you would give me time, I can work on myself and my game to be better. And that that to me is a good thing. So that's, me, he, those are my three picks. I got Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, and Taylor Heineke. To me, Heineke is just kind of a backup. He's still like he he can win some games, he can lose some games. He's just he's kind of there. He's kind of replaceable. Like if, if you were to put Nick Foles on that team, they're probably the, have a similar record. Oh shit! Nick Foles? Nick I think Foles if, you, if you put Nick Foles on that team, they probably ha- are within a game of each other record wise. Anyways, Lil G, who you got? For one, I got Joe Burrow. We didn't really see much of him last year, but this year he was really amazing. He had like 3,000-something yards. He, you know, of course he has, he had two receivers going over 1,000 yards, which is Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Number two, I got Cooper Cup. For the most improved? Yeah. Good pick. Cooper Cup and um what's his name? Number nine. I forgot. Matthew Stafford. Uh-huh. I think him and Matthew Stafford was a good duo this year. Him having the most number one in everything this year. There's definitely off. a good marriage between the two. Yeah. 
And number three, Justin Herbert. I think every year he's going to get the Chiefs pain. And yes. every team in the AFC, he's really going to think he's just going to get better every year. Agree, agree completely. He's a really dominant quarterback. He's going to be a problem for the Chiefs for a long time. He'll be a problem, but he can only do so much with his coach. His co- I don't think his coach is that good. Well, if the coach is a problem, they will fire him. I think they're going to give Brandon Staley like three years. I I think it's going to be a while before they get rid of him. Well, he's still got 17 years left, probably. Who? Justin Herbert. Let's be realistic. I thought you were talking about Brandon Staley. I I think they'll give him three (laughs) years, and then I think they'll recognize that he's not that good of a coach. (laughs) And my three, for my three most improved, I had Joe Burrow. I tried telling people Joe Burrow was really good, and that he had the weapons. He had the best trio receivers in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor, second most improved. He came on really strong this year and almost got Carson Wentz to the playoffs. That should have got him the MVP award right there. And then for number three, I'm going to say Orlando Brown Jr. From what he was week one through the wild card game against the Steelers, he improved so much. Who? He became one of the better left tackles in the NFL. Who? Orlando Brown Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chiefs left tackle. He, from week one through... The wild card game we just saw on Sunday night, he improved immensely, and I think that was one of the more underrated parts of the uh, in reasons the Chiefs' offense got better at late in the season was Atlanta Brown improving. Good pick. Cheers. What you got? Jesse. Those were the three. Those were the three. Joe Burrow. Joe Brown, Brown and Jonathan Luke? Taylor and Orlando Jonathan Brown. Taylor, okay. Excuse me. And we are at the top three most disappointing players of the season. I'm going to go Russell Wilson for obvious reasons. Even when he came back, he just, he, he wasn't Russell. Um, Saquon Barkley, huge bust. I don't know what's wrong with the guy. I don't know. You're not consistent. You can't keep the ball. You can't run the ball down the field when you need to, or you can't even get a first down, which pisses me off when I watch you knowing damn well you got all the talent in the world and you still can't do it. And number three, this is kind of a a cheat, but I'm going to say the Washington football team's defense as a whole. How do you have Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Kendall Fuller, and it still turns into a disaster when everybody said in 2020, you guys had the best defense coming into this season. They said you're going to have the best defense to, to, to help boost that lacking offense. Huge disaster. The worst and biggest disappointment for me over Russell Wilson and Saquon, maybe Saquon, but it's, it's, 1A, 1B between those uh, Saquon Barkley and Washington football team. But huge disaster. Extremely disappointed. And I expected Washington to do a lot better. But the defense sucked. So that those are my three takes. Who do you got, Jesse? So for me, it's Christian McCaffrey. I know he was injured. But Christian McCaffrey getting injured for the second season in a row, that basically sank the Panthers season. Had he been healthy, I think they would have snuck into the playoffs. I agree. But... As soon as he got hurt, John became the worst quarterback in the in the NFL. 
And I, I think that was just, it was mainly because Chris McCaffrey got hurt. And I think this is one of the reasons why you don't pay running backs because they get hurt easy and you put all that money into a running back and they get hurt, it sinks your team. Second most disappointing, Lamar Jackson. He had injuries everywhere, but I thought he regressed this season as a passer. Yep. And for the most part, he had his weapons healthy for the most part this season, and he still looked rough. I think I think some of it is on the Ravens coaching staff, and I don't think the passing game is that good, but he's got to take some of that responsibility. No, he, I think when they let Lamar go in tempo and, and they play with they play with tempo and they kind of spread it out and give him opportunities to get easy passes off. He can be efficient. They just don't do it enough with him. They don't really open up the playbook with him, which doesn't make a ton of sense considering they had so many injuries this year. And considering that they're scared, that shows that they're scared to put the ball in his hands now, when the I game matters. A, I think it's no, coaching by the Ravens. I think the Ravens have done Lamar Jackson a disservice since he's been their quarterback. And then my third most disappointing player this season is Baker Mayfield. He was awful. I know he had the injury, but he was... He was as bad as Sam Darnold was this year. Yeah. And Sam Darnold had one of the, he has one of the worst coaches in the NFL. I think Stefanski is a solid coach and Baker still couldn't get anything done. I was going to pick Baker, but I figured somebody else was going to pick him. So that's why I went with Saquon. G, who you got? Before I go, the Lamar Jackson team. He had no offensive line. Or second most sacked quarterback this year, or hurried, or the first hurried. I, I think some of the. Sack. I think some of the problem is though. You look at a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger who can't throw the ball, and he like can't move, and they're able to win nine games with that. The Ravens' passing game looked worse than the Steelers' passing game at times. I think that's a reflection of coaching more than Lamar. I think you got to be able to run concepts and do what your quarterback is comfortable with. So, Offensive coordinator or or head coach. Well, John Harbaugh is not called play, so I think he's offense coordinator, but I think ultimately it falls on John Harbaugh for not not having his offense be able to come up with a more complex passing scheme. That's something that John Harbaugh needs to identify, is that our passing game isn't good enough to win big-time games and win in the playoffs. It's kind of simplistic, and, and that's something, that's something they can't win with. They, can, they can't win with that type of passing game. You but when you got a quarterback who's not a quarterback, who's a running back, what do you expect? Lamar okay. had a bunch of comebacks this year. When they when they let Lamar throw the ball and they spread it out, when they got down late in games and they let Lamar spread it out, that's when he was at his best. I hear bullshit. If, if the Ravens tried doing that for right. 60 minutes, they would have won more games. I hear bullshit. Their main issue is that they kind of keep – they kind of keep – they, they kind of keep holding back Lamar. I, I, I purely think it's the coaching staff. I think if you put Lamar with Kyle Shanahan or you put him with Andy Reid or Bruce nope. Arians, he's a significantly better passer. He's a significantly like better passer, no question. So you're saying it's it, it can it, he can only work with two coaches? What's now, that say about the quarterback? Him, what does that say about him, the quarterback, Jesse? If you put him with a good offensive mind, he would be significantly better. Right now, he's just kind of average as a passer. If what happens, put him with, what happens if you put him with Sean McVay? If you put him with Sean McVay, he's the MVP of the NFL. Bullshit. Bullshit. He's already won MVP. If you put Sean McVay, look what he did with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stafford's had the fucking skills and the tools, not the tools, but he's had the skills to do what he's doing. Matthew Stafford is a fairly, I'm going to say something that people don't like. Matthew Stafford's a fairly average quarterback. You're you're full of shit. He he threw the most picks in the NFL this season. You're, You're full of shit. That's he's a fact. Average, what you said. He's, a, he's an average quarterback who couldn't win with a bad team in Detroit. He oh, went to a good God. team, and in he's able to. He's good enough on a good team. He's good enough on a team that has a lot of talent. You give him Cooper Cup, give him Sean McVay, give him a good offensive line and running backs. He's good. You put him on a bad team like the like the Lions. He's not good enough to elevate all those guys. You know when he was making the playoffs when he had Calvin Johnson. You took away Calvin Johnson from him. He's not making the playoffs. Oh, Calvin Johnson was Matthew right. Stafford is the best average quarterback that no one wants to admit is average. Oh, my God. You've been watching First that? Take for so long, it's ridiculous. No, he is. He is. He's the most average quarterback in the history of the NFL that nobody wants to criticize because he played for the Lions. He's not Jay Cutler, Jess. Come on that? now. How about that? Most average quarterback I've ever seen who nobody wants to criticize. Yeah, wait till next year when you have a different take that's the same thing for somebody else. No, that, this he, Matthew this Stafford's 34 years. He's like 34 years old. He's he's an, he's a, he's a average, a little bit above average quarterback. You put him with great talent, he's good. He doesn't have great talent, he's he's not good. Moving along. G, who'd you say you had? Okay, okay. Big Ben. Big Vinky, yeah, he could only throw 10 five-yard passes. The whole line wasn't great. He didn't have enough time to look deep. If he tried to look deep, he'll get hit. Whole line was terrible. Couldn't do nothing. If he had probably had a better whole line, he, he probably could have did more. But doubt it. Number two, Russell Wilson. Like yep. what you said, um, John. Even though when, after that injury. He wasn't Russell Wilson for like until the last two, three games. Yep. Going deep. You know, the spiral wasn't, the, it wasn't the flick of the wrist that we're used to. Hitting DKD, lock it, all them. I think they just brought it back too quick. I think that was Russ's problem is that they brought him back too quick. They knew Adam, I think everybody knew how important the season was and that they could be Russ's last season in Seattle. They rushed him back and it didn't work because at the end of the season, he was able to hit the deep balls again. But in that yeah. middle part of the season when he came back, he was awful. Then third most disappointed player, it has to be D Hop. People, people still putting him at top three, I'll be seeing. Which it's is ridiculous. ridiculous. He's I'm a he's not a top five or top six receiver this year. Probably not even seven. DeAndre Hopkins is still a really good receiver, but he it was noticeable that he kind of fell off, and I think I think we're going to start to see DeAndre Hopkins go into the kind of back part of his career where he's not, an, I don't think he's going to be a number one weapon anymore. And that 
if the Cardinals bring back everybody, they're gonna have to go get another receiver because I don't think DeAndre Hopkins, you can, I don't think you can count on him to be your number one receiver for an entire season. And I don't think from a talent perspective, he's gonna be, he's not gonna be that anymore either. I think we're gonna see him kind of move into a different role <laughs> from from now on, whether he's on, whether he's on the Cardinals or he's on another team, he's not going to be able to be your number one recept or number one option every time anymore. How long has he been in the in the, in the NFL? Twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen? Yeah, twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. So it's about eight years. Gotcha. He's getting close to thirty. He's been a little bit nicked up. I got a question for both of y'all. What yeah. team would you like to see D Hop in? I don't think the Cardinals are going to trade him, but I'd I'd love to see him go to a team. He would be good on. He would be good for a Ravens type team. They need. They need a. They need a guy who can Lamar can kind of throw it up to and can go get, can go catch the ball. They don't Denver. really have that. Denver like or they have Denver many, they or have too many receivers. They already have too many receivers. Denver. Denver already. Denver has a lot of talented receivers. It's not receiver that's their problem. It's quarterback. Their quarterback. The quarterbacks are the problem, and their coaching. I think it's the QB. Sure. What do you guys have for the um? Who who are your top three quarterbacks of the year? G go first. Mahomes, because first he was for the first seven weeks I think or six weeks it was not Patrick Mahomes. Everybody no. knew that he was looking terrible. Then you know we had to bounce back, so we bounced back. We saw Patrick Mahomes go back to his regular self, throwing throwing deep to Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, like his original self. Do you know Stephen A. Smith going out and all that on him, which is cool. But mm-hmm. you know that's what we love is hate because we always put him wrong. That's right. But number two, Rodgers. You see, Rodgers is the second or the best quarterback in the league. He has accuracy, patience. He reads defenses almost as good as Brady. And he just has time. His accuracy, yeah, like I said, his accuracy is good, but he does have Tay. But he, without him, I, with, with or without him, I think he is still a really good quarterback. And number three, I got Brady. He's 44, 45 years old, I think. And he's still going out there and he's getting, he's still showing out what he still has in him. He's still, still got in the tank. He's still trying to chase his eighth, ninth ring. Yeah. Jesse? For me, it's Aaron, my number one quarterback this year is Aaron Rodgers. I think he was the best quarterback. He's going to be the MVP. He's going to be the back to back MVP. He was the best quarterback this year. My number two quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. You saw late in the season, the Chiefs offense start to figure it out and find out how to use their pieces, their offense immediately look like the offense of old. And my third is Tom Brady. Tom Brady, still really good. I am a little bit worried about him, though, going to the playoffs without uh, Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. I think losing those two will be the difference between him losing the Super Bowl this year instead of winning it like last year. But for me, it's Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Brady is my top three quarterback. See, for me... I have Joe Burrow. For previous said reasons, I said he was going to be a stud last year, but he got hurt. You're a Rogers hater. You are a Rogers hater. What he said? It's a conspiracy against Rogers to silence him. He's trash. He's garbage. I never be Brett Favre. You're number two, to Brett Favre. number two, Justin Herbert. 
since you guys already said Mahomes, we're not going to mention Mahomes, even though he's my favorite quarterback in the league. So I have Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and number three, Jesse has hated this guy for so long, and it's not Dak, Dak Prescott, even though he flipped up last year on Dak Prescott and the guy about the name. But Josh Allen deserves his respect. He's a top three quarterback in the league, period. Enough said. He's not. But my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. Okay, so who who are your top two quarterbacks? Or what what number is Josh Allen for you? He's three. Who who are the other top two? It would be Mahomes and Joe Burrow. So you would be Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Is this my opinion? Oh, yes, it is. Your opinion sucks, though. Kind of does, well, um, Joe. You guys can stick it. Josh That's Allen's all good. He's not better than. He's not better. I don't. I don't think he's better. I don't think he's better than Mahomes. I don't think he's better than Rogers. I don't think he's better than Brady. I. I think he's. He's like probably fourth, <laughs> fifth, maybe sixth. Moving along. Your opinions are garbage. Um, my honorable oh, mentions I are Tyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. Just putting that out there. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. The top three teams we think have a contending chance, an actual chance to make the Super Bowl. I have... You know what, Jess? You go first this time. So my top three teams to win the Super Bowl are the Kansas City Chiefs, the Green Bay Packers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kansas City, they beat Buffalo. I believe they, I believe they roll to the Super Bowl and win it. They're my, they're my team. They're, they're the most healthy team, other than the Packers in the playoffs. I think if they, like, they win this game against Buffalo, I believe they smoke whoever they play in the AFC Championship game, go to the Super Bowl and win it. Number two for me, the Packers. Packers have home field advantage. They, If they do play a Tampa Bay team, it'll be a weakened team that doesn't have as many options for Tom Brady to throw to. I expect the Packers to play a little bit more physical. This time, If that game were to be a rematch, I have the Packers as number two as most likely to win a Super Bowl this year. And then three, Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm not going to leave Tom Brady out of my top three for Matthew Stafford or Jimmy Grubb. <laughs> That's just not happening. Would you say that the 49ers offensive line is better than the 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 Packers? Cuz I think it is. Mm, it's a, it depends. If if it's a if it's a running game, I take the 49ers offensive line. If it's a passing game? No, because I don't think it matters cuz their quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just saying. Gary Bakhtiari comes back for the Packers, he'll be able to slow down Nick Bosa or whoever they want to throw out his side. Okay, so those are your three. G, who you got? You can't debate that. You can't debate that. If it's Jimmy G, Garoppolo, who you got? It doesn't matter if you have a good offensive line. Number one, I got Kansas City. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Jesse just said it doesn't matter if you have a good offensive line. Yeah, we've seen what a bad offensive line does in a Super Bowl. Yes. Look at our when Super Bowl last year. When your quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo, it doesn't matter if you have a good offensive line or not. The but when your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes... But when your quarterback's Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl and you have a bad offensive line, it shows it truly does matter. So that argument goes out the window. You, but you're comparing two, the two best I'm not comparing them. I'm comparing offensive lines, not the quarterbacks. Because it doesn't okay. matter who the quarterback is. 
we the only reason the Chiefs had a chance going to that game with a beatable line would have been Mahomes. Mahomes gave them every chance to win that game. They just they dropped two passes in the end zone. They dropped several passes. Two, three, yeah, they dropped two or three passes in the end zone. It wasn't like Mahomes didn't play well. He he made he made it work with a bad old line. His his teammates just didn't help him out. Could you imagine if it had been Jimmy Garoppolo behind that offensive line? They would have they would have lost fifty to nothing. He would have thrown three picks. He would have thrown a pick off somebody's helmet. A bad offensive line is still a bad offensive line. G, who you got? You said. I'm sorry. For number one is the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're uh-huh. really hungry right now after what happened last season. I think they're going to want to kill any team that comes their way. If there's That's one right, team baby. that I think that would want, that I think one team that Kansas City really wants to play in the Super Bowl is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get their re their rematch back and dominate them. They should get their crown back. For number two is Buffalo. Just like what I said about Kansas City wanting revenge, they want revenge back at us in the playoffs. They're going to be okay. really hungry and trying to kill us, like how they how we want to do the Bucks. The Buffalo Bills are a really dangerous team. We saw what they did to the overrated Patriots. And True. number three, I got the Packers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers and that offense is probably one of the most unstoppable things in the playoffs right now. What I will say is the the Packers are really efficient. They're not particularly great offensively. If you look at their efficiency, they're pretty good efficiency wise. But from a from a point standpoint, they were pretty average. I think some of the some of what we see with Rodgers is he's really good situationally, and he and but they, that team goes through goes through stretches where they don't score points. And that would be the issue is if they play Tampa. So just because throwing you know, this out there, hypothetically speaking, you just know Brady's going to get them if they go through a stretch where they can't score in the playoffs. Just hypothetically speaking, if the Packers did make it going against G's Bills, even though he's a Chiefs fan, his pick for the for the Bills, if the Bills did make it to the Super Bowl, who would you pick to win that game? I would pick the Bills. Oh, I picked the Packers. I don't trust Josh Allen to win four games in a row. How can you trust Josh Allen to win four games in a row? He's going to do something stupid in one of the four games. You haven't given him a chance. Do it. The last two years in the playoffs, he's done some stupid shit to lose in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last... Hasn't Aaron Rodgers done the same thing? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you trust Aaron Rodgers way more. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers has had letdown games. There's a difference between having letdown games and not winning in the playoffs and doing stupid shit in the playoffs. He has done Josh stupid Allen, shit. In 2019, they're playing the Texans on the road. He's he's running with the ball and he laterals it 15 yards back to the, or he tries laterling it 10 yards back to the tight end late in the game. Nearly fumbled the ball and lost them the game. They ended up going the, on to lose that game to the Texans. Yeah, but, 2020. But, but, hold on, the but Deshaun Chiefs, Watson made a phenomenal play at the end of that game. Let's be honest. But that's not the point. The the Bills had a point. chance to win that game. Context. They they had a chance to win the game late and Josh Allen's lateraling the ball backwards. Who had you the ball the last though? It was Deshaun Watson. Watson. You go to the next year in the playoffs, they're playing the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, and he's taking 15-yard sacks, and he's and he's just inaccurate with the ball. That's a problem. Is Josh Allen's good, but I don't think he can do it four games in a row, where he can be consistent and beat great quarterbacks four games in a row. I don't think he can do it. And I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not taking happy. over Aaron Rodgers. I'm not taking him over Aaron Rodgers. I never have looked at Aaron Rodgers and thought, he's not going to give his team a chance to win. He might lose games, but he'll give you a chance to win. As opposed to Josh Allen, who, yeah, he can do a lot of crazy stuff and he's explosive with the ball, but he will do things two or three times a game that will lose you games. 
Okay, so G has two AFC teams in his top three. You have two NFC. You both have the Chiefs. Don't do it. I Mike, care about you. Don't forget Tom Brady. Don't do it. I, I care about you. Don't forget my, Tom Brady. And my top three teams to make the Super Bowl are the Chiefs, the Rams, and the 49ers. Don't do, you, you did it. I care about you. Don't, don't forget about Tom Brady. You're forgetting about Tom I'm Brady. kidding. I'm lying. I got the Chiefs, um, the Bucks, and the Rams. Um, I was going to pick Aaron Rodgers, but... You were Aaron Rodgers hater, so you did not. But I also remembered, when it comes to playoffs, he's not that good. You have to remember, his career postseason wins versus NFC teams is is 10. Tom Brady's been in the NFC for two fucking years, and he's got 10 already. Come on now. That, that's re- and Aaron Rodgers has 10 wins he in 14 years in the Brady NFC. Have, Brady doesn't have 10 postseason wins. Yes. Not in the NFC. He, he only played four games last year, and he's played one this year. That's five. Versus NFC teams, I'm sorry. Okay, you're talking about my Super Bowl and stuff with the Patriots. Because that would technically count as an NFC win. As an NFC quarterback only, he's got five. Yes, yes. Okay. So versus NFC teams. Okay. And and the year spent as starters in the NFC, Tom Brady's had two. And you got Aaron Rodgers at 14. And they both have the same amount of wins. I'm going, if if it comes down to that, I'm going to go with Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers for that pick. Which is which I, leads me which leads me with the Rams. I think Lord. Matthew Stafford is hungry enough, and he's going to try to make uh, little to zero mistakes in the game that counts the most to cement himself as not a Philip Rivers mark. Um, he's got the weapons. Cooper Cup is phenomenal. Odell Beckham, I hate, um, but he's got that. And he's got he's got a he's got a good defense who actually showed up last week, which I couldn't believe it in the playoffs. Um, so, and getting to the Chiefs, they're going to run away with it. To be the man, you got to beat the man. So I hope it is Tom Brady and the Buccaneers so he can, like like Lil G just said, to get his crown. You want that matchup. We need that matchup. He does not want to lose any games. He wants to win them all. He is a killer. He's Michael Jordan. Only Michael Jordan loses in a fucking in, in the game of games, but he's got that mentality. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with I, I'm, I'm hoping the Chiefs win it all, but I'm, I got the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Bucks, and I got the Bucks over so, the Rams. So are you of the opinion if the Chiefs beat Buffalo, that they're going to beat the NFC, whoever play whoever they would play in the AFC Championship, whether it's at Tennessee or home against Bengals? Because I think I think they'll smoke whoever if they beat Buffalo. I think they will smoke whoever they play in the AFC Championship game. Yes. I think if they if it's a rematch with the Bengals, you're going to get the Chiefs' best game. And I think against Tennessee, even if they don't play their best game, I think they're so much better than they were the first time they played them and they're playing with so much more confidence that I don't think Tennessee has the quarterback to keep up with them. And that's the thing. And I, I'm tired of hearing people say that Tannehill is better than Alex Smith. That's just not yeah. a thing. He, he's not. Alex Swift, Alex, Alex Swift, Alex Smith is... That 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 fourth most winningest quarterback at before he retired in a span of thirteen years. Tannehill is not. He, he's just not that good. He can make plays, but he's not consistently good overall. He doesn't have better legs than Alex Smith. He doesn't have a better arm than Alex Smith. He doesn't. I think the thing have we... the IQ that Alex Smith has. 
I think the thing we forget about Alex Smith is that he played on the Chiefs right before they kind of broke out with Mahomes. That Hill wasn't the same player he was that Pat's throwing to. Hill was in his first year, first and second year with Alex Smith, and Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey was great, but Hill wasn't as great as he was until he got Pat, and then he Pat helped elevate. I, I think Tiger Kill is great, but I think having Patrick Mahomes made him the best player he could possibly be. Yes, and then, agreed. And then he had Kelsey, but if you look at that team that Alex Smith had, it was he had Kelsey, who was really good, and a young Tyree Kill. Outside of that, he didn't have a ton of great offensive talent when he was in Kansas City. He didn't have a Derrick Henry. He, and, he unless, had Jamal, unless you remember, but he had injuries. Right, unless you remember, Travis Kelsey cost us games in the playoffs. His stupid antics, him dropping the ball consistently, game, uh, play after play after play, and then people would forget about it after he made a big play. Well, I guess which it obviously counts, but if we're not winning, it doesn't matter. I think that's the thing people forget, though, is that that, that was Alex had the young he had he had the he had the prototype version of the Chiefs that we are seeing now. He had the prototype version, and just because he didn't win with them doesn't just because Tannehill has had a little bit more success in the playoffs doesn't mean that he's better than Alex Smith. I, I think Tannehill's pretty average, and I think. Without Derrick Henry being at his best, I don't think they could beat the Chiefs. That, and I'll say this. If it comes to comparison between those two, uh, of, of the Tennessee Titans with Tannehill and Alex Smith um, and the Chiefs, remember what happened when we lost Jamal Charles. We went one on five. And he won, what, 10 or 11 straight games without him. Tannehill hasn't done that. you're saying but <laughs> those are my picks for the top three teams to make the Super Bowl now let's get to the fun part of this whole thing it's basically our Madden team who do you guys got for starting quarterback for your starting offense Lamar disgusting the reason is he could really do what you need to do. Scramble, um, throw. He could do a lot if you just give him the opportunity. Or, or if you and you ask me the old one, you'll get it. But you said quarterback for right now. So yeah, my The blast is ridiculous. I got Patrick Mahomes for obvious reasons. Jess, who you got? Uh, so Patrick Mahomes. Who do you have? It's pretty, I mean, this is pretty simple with Patrick Mahomes. He's, he, he's, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. You want to play with the best quarterback in the NFL. He's also... He's also pretty mobile, so and he's also a mobile quarterback who you don't always expect to run, but if you do run with him enough, it's not like Lamar where you're just waiting on him to run. Yeah. Lamar is a beast. Wait till next season. What do you guys got for tight end? Kelsey. I got Kelsey. Kelsey. Kel- I have Kelsey, too. And your three uh, wide receivers? I actually chose I actually chose a second tight end, which was George Kittle. You disgust me. He's overrated. I love that dude. George Kittle. I'm going two tight ends. We're running the ball. We're gonna go play action with two tight ends. He fumbles the ball. He drops passes. He's overrated. I don't think he's as good as Kelsey because he can't stay healthy. And I I I think I think people like George Kittle because he plays physical, but if you look at George Kittle, I don't think he's as good as Travis Kelsey, but he's still a great player. He just he doesn't always stay healthy, and at times he kind of disappears. No arguments here. 
Okay, so you only have two wide receivers then. Yeah. So, G, who do you got for your wide receivers, your three wide receivers? Unless you pick a number tight end. One, I got, no. For number one, I got Tyreek Hill. Uh-huh. Number two, I got Devontae Adams. And number three, I got Mike Williams. Mike Williams? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, I got Tyreek Hill. Jamar Chase. And I'm torn between Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. But I'm going to go Justin. Huh? JJ. But I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So those are my top three wide receivers. Um, What's next? Oh, you forgot me. Oh, I'm sorry. Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. Got the speed. Can move him around. Justin Jefferson got the size down the field. He does. Who, who gets looked over all the time, which I hate. He's completely yeah, underappreciated. Justin, Justin Jefferson dropping to the Vikings was kind of crazy because he ended up being on a good team and playing in in somewhat interesting games, but I I wish somebody would have jumped at him earlier so that he could have been with a better quarterback. And seeing him stuck with Kirk Cousins is frustrating. See, Kirk <laughs> Cousins just not targeting him at times or just overthrowing him. Or underthrow him. He just Kirk Cousins is the most frustrating quarterback in the NFL. Well, who do you got for uh, running back? Derrick Henry. Trash. I have Jonathan Taylor. I think he's a little bit better catching the ball, so I went with Jonathan Taylor. I exactly who I got. He can block. He can catch. He can run. I forgot the king. The king can't block, and he can't catch on the run. He got that nickname for a reason. Don't get in front of him. You'll find out why. That's the problem with Derrick Henry, though, in, at, in in the video game and actually in real life, is that he's not great out of the backfield. He's basically limited to checkdowns and screens. Yes. That's that's his that's his route tree. There will never be another Jamal Charles. Ever. I think there will. Listen. He blocked. He, he caught fucking 70-yard touchdowns. He could do everything. It would have been Christian McCaffrey if he never gets hurt that much. If he never I got don't hurt, think, I don't good. think McCaffrey had the breakaway speed that Charles did. Where if no, Charles, not, not, if, not at all. if prime Charles played on a Chiefs team like this, now. if he played, on, he would average seven and a half yards a carry. Yes, he'd be the most unstoppable player player in the history of the NFL. Well, I mean, he he's got the yards per carry almost. He's in the top he had, five. I he think had, top he three. had nearly eighteen hundred yards behind one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And then, who do you guys have for offensive line? I'll go Trent Williams. I'll go Trent Williams. Joe Tooney. Team-wise. Huh? Oh, team. I I did individual players. Okay, go ahead. I went Trent Trent Williams, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Zach Martin, and and, uh, I don't remember his first name, but Conklin from the Browns. So, where where are your players from, exactly? All, All your players. Left tackle, Trent Williams. Left guard, Joe Tooney. From where? What what team? Oh, uh, San Francisco, Kansas City, Kansas City, Cowboys, and Browns. Okay. G? I picked the Bucks. The reason I picked the Bucks is they have enough time to protect a 44-year-old quarterback. That's true. The time they could have for Lamar Jackson is only 23 years old and explosive, and he could throw down the field amazingly. You and Lamar kill me. It's ridiculous. 
you would just see and wait what he can do. But that is a good pick, and it is thing. a good point to protect a 44-year-old man. Who just I gets... also think we don't give Brady enough credit there that Brady makes his offensive lines look better than they actually are. The, the Patriots' offensive line wasn't actually that great. It was just that Brady knew what plays he wants to run and how quickly he needs to get out of the ball. And he's right. the best at doing that. He's the best quarterback to ever. He, I would say he and Peyton Manning, but the difference is that Brady is a little bit better in play and adjusting than Manning is. That Brady's able to kind of shuffle his feet, and if his and if his initial read's not there, he's able to kind of move a little bit quicker than Peyton was, who kind of panicked at times. But those two are probably the best at knowing who they want to throw to um, when they get to the line of scrimmage. And I think that's the main reason those offensive lines were good, not necessarily the guys on the offensive line. Right. My team would destroy your guys' teams. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that my offensive line is the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys oh, lover right there. Big John Cowboys lover. Yep. Dak Prescott's going to be your quarterback too, actually. Oh, fuck. I mean, you you never liked him until he actually, you know, showed up one year, and you're like, oh, I called it, but he it's didn't pretty good. I, I, I came around on Dak. I saw him play with a with some bad teams. Or last year he played on a pretty bad team and he looked good. This year he was good, except in the playoffs he was bad. He's pretty good. He's pretty. I good. think my team would destroy your guys' team. No, my, my team, team would just smoke them. all of your guys' teams. Jesse, I don't know. You know what happened that last time. When I came over, I destroyed you. I was playing as the Jaguars. That's your fault. I, I had Gar- that, 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 that was the bet, though. No I was playing as it. I got that's it within a possession with Gardner. I was running around with Gardner trying to make it happen. Got within a possession. So, just real quick, who would you guys pick for your 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 your, your number one corner? I would go Jalen Ramsey. I'm with you. I think he had a bounce back here this year. G. G there. You can hear me? Yeah. That's the number. I said Ramsey for number one. And safety? Uh, I would go Matthew. Yeah, I'd go Matthew. He's just so flexible. You can move him in the slot. You can have him be your deep safety. Oh, you sign him at free agency. I'm gonna say Justin Simmons from the Broncos. Not a bad yeah, pick. Not a bad choice. Or Jesse Bates. Good too. Okay, now before we go, who is your best? Have another bad opinion about Aaron Rodgers. Who is that? Who, <laughs> who does the best coach of the NFL go to? The award for the best coach in the NFL. Are we are we talking about coach of the year or who is the best coach? Because I think there's who, a distinction there. Who is the best coach? Not coach of the year, but best coach. Bill. Belichick? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. I think Bill Belichick, you saw the warts without Tom Brady this year. I think last year it was kind of hard to tell because Cam couldn't throw the ball. This year with Matt Jones and how they got smoked against Buffalo, I, I think I think it's Bill. I think the Bills are good. I think they were completely prepared for everything Belichick threw at Josh Allen. And that's the and I was that that was what surprised me most about that game is that I thought Belichick was better than he actually was. And I, I gave him a lot of credit. I thought that game would be pretty close. Not 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 that they would win, but I thought it'd be at least like a like a seven or eight point game. And 
they were prepared for everything Belichick threw at them. Now, it was the third time they played, but it was just surprising because Bill usually could pull something out where he is going to kind of confuse somebody for a quarter or two. Definitely true. But I was shocked of just a score. And Mac Jones, he, he should get rookie of the year. Do you not think? No, Jamar Chase. Really? Yeah, Jamar, Jamar. Chase, easy. That's tough. That's was, tough. Mac Jones wasn't good. He, he he wasn't good. He's a Belichick creation. He's a Belichick McDaniels. They, they just kind of had him throw five yard passes. Sometimes he go deep. He's not very good. You saw his, you saw him in the last five games of the season. He wasn't good. Okay, so you said Andy Reid. G says Bill Belichick. I'm saying Andy Reid. Now I'm going to go for the most overrated head coach of the year in the NFL. And that is Bruce Arians. You talk about lucking into some shit. That I, is, I think he's a pretty good coach, but I think no. having, having he Tom Brady, he's overrated. Having Tom Brady covers everything up because he's able to fix everything. Their defense doesn't play well. That's okay, Tom. Tom's got it. They're a little bit banged up receiver. Okay, Tom Brady, he'll throw to Scotty Miller and make him look pretty good. But how is that not? How is that not? I, because. Bruce Arians made an NFC Championship game with Carson Palmer. I think he's a pretty good coach. He he took the Arizona Cardinals to an NFC Championship game. I think he's a pretty good coach. That had more to do with Carson Palmer, but yeah. No, he wasn't that good. Carson Palmer, he was the coach of Carson Palmer. <sighs> he, he might have been just as Washington. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you're in winter's favorite town, the snow-covered mountains surround you. A historic Main Street charms you. And every day brings a new adventure. Welcome to Park City, Utah. Naturally, winter's favorite town. <sighs> Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Ben was... Disrespect. It was. Goat status. Overrated. For me, my, for me, my most overrated coach, and I don't think it's completely fair, but I'm going to call Brandon Staley. Everyone was calling Brandon Staley a top five coach five or six weeks into the year, and I think it showed that he's a rookie coach, but I think he showed a lot of a lot of warning signs about how he played, and it wasn't even necessarily just him being aggressive. Him you like him because he looks like Philip Rivers. Let's be honest. No, I, I, I think it's because he was a defensive coach for the Rams. He's a defensive coordinator, and his team sucked the defense. The one play that just really, really soured me on him, not, I wasn't overly high on him to begin with, but the one play that soured me on him was that last play against the Raiders. They knew they were going to run the ball, and they gave up 12 yards. That, you know how hard that is to do? The Raiders wanted to just tie. They called... Yeah, they called them. They called a quick hitting run play, and they just look the the Chargers look completely unprepared for it. 
That's a great point. But I think you don't like Everyone Bozovich. loves him because his press conferences are good. He gives good quotes and he's aggressive. But like his defense was one of the worst units in the NFL. I think that's a little I bit too you, much. I left you in all. I left you in. It's, I, it's, you it's, no a little, it's a little bit too harsh. I think it's I think unfair. It's com- completely fair. I, I don't agree. But I, I respect your opinion. I wish you could do the same one of these days, but yeah. But anything else you guys want to add? My opinions are great. I have Hall of Fame opinions. You have terrible opinions. Oh, God. Anything, guys, anything else you guys want to add? Could you quote this real quick? What? Lamar, top three quarterback or five quarterback next season. Remember what I said. No. Remember. Yeah, I'm, you don't got to believe it. Next year, I mean, I think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I think the main problem with Lamar is that he, I don't think that passing game and the weapons he has currently are good enough for him to be a a, a top five or six throwing quarterback. I just think I I I think think he's got pretty average weapons. I don't think Lamar's gonna get paid. I, they are. They're going to give him a 42. I heard they're going to give him a 42. No, you know what? You know what? I was kind of thinking the same thing is you would have think or you would have thought they would already would have paid him. They're not going to pay him this year. He's going to get I, I thought they would have paid him after last year, after he wins his first playoff game, but I was a little surprised they haven't paid him yet. That's going to be the biggest talking point going into the offseason is whether Lamar gets paid or not. I mean, I don't think they're going to pay him, but... They should have paid Dak, and they waited a year to do it. So I mean, maybe it could be the same thing, or two years. I mean, for the Cowboys also regret that too, though they over they overpaid for Dak. Dak's great at thirty two or thirty three million. At forty million, uh, that's a couple players right there. That's a linebacker in a corner. That's true. I think the Ravens could fire him. Uh, John Harbaugh. He's not getting, not letting Lamar get his true potential out when he needs. I, I just think, think he's going them back. And that offensive coordinator, they need to fire him. They, I don't know what they be calling. You saw that blitz coming from the Miami Dolphins the whole game. You see it line up every play and call call the same stuff. At least you got slants. No deep end. You don't got no time for that. John Harbaugh is an Andy Reid. He, he's an Andy Reid disciple. And, those, and his coaches are typically really lawyer, loyal and they don't fire their coaches. But... In this case, I think they need to get another offense coordinator if they want to get the most out of Lamar as a passer. Exactly. He's overrated. They need a new quarterback. No, you, know, I, you, just, you hate all the good quarterbacks in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, you hate all of them. You're a hater. I didn't hate Tom. What he said. I don't hate Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I think Jamar Chase. I don't hate Russell Wilson, Wilson, and that's my guy. Russell Wilson, he's trash this year. He ain't going to count him as a top that quarterback this year. We'll see next year, though. Anyways. If you guys have anything else to add, speak now or forever. Hold your peace. I just, I hate you to stay for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is way better than what you're giving him credit for. He's going to be a back-to-back MVP. Come on. Who knows? They don't like him enough to... to... Uh, he'll be a back-to-back MVP. He'll be they a don't like him MVP. enough to... Uh...